0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Sweat Equity. I'm recording this from Asbury Park, New Jersey, but in 10 days, I'll be in Italy. Rachel and I will be spending two nights in Florence, one night in Cinque Terre, five nights in Tuscany, one night in Siena, and four nights in Rome. I can't wait for that first cappuccino. This is gonna be my first time traveling to Italy and my second time traveling to Europe. Six years ago, I went to Denmark with my brother and grandparents. It was one of the most memorable trips in my life, but it didn't start off great. One of the main things I remember about that Denmark trip was how terribly jet lagged I was. I literally felt like a zombie for the first three days of our trip. It was awful. So in preparation for another trip to Europe, I started researching jet lag so I can better prepare myself. Through my research, I learned that jet lag is entirely preventable as long as you follow the right strategy. So in this post, I'll uncover the playbook for reducing jet lag or preventing it entirely. Let's get into it. How to avoid jet lag, a science-based playbook for preventing jet lag. My first three days in Denmark sucked. Luckily, it was a 14-day trip, but man, those first few days were the absolute worst. It was the summer between graduating high school and starting college. I was working at Rutgers University, making sure our winless football team was getting fed. In my free time, I ref the volleyball league in my high school and filled any other time with working out. I was very busy. So when my grandparents offered to take my brother and I on a trip to Denmark, I was thrilled, but there was one issue. I had just spent weeks building this workout program inspired by Ben Greenfield's beyond training. And I had been following it to an absolute T the workouts would literally take me three plus hours to complete, but they got me super fit. Anyways, our trip to Denmark was going to disrupt my program. And for some reason I thought I was gonna lose all my progress by taking off a couple weeks. Disclaimer, No muscle was lost on our trip. And it was stupid to think that a two week trip is going to impact two years of consistent lifting consistency over time is everything to compensate for the two week workout hiatus. I thought it would be a good idea to absolutely crush myself the few days leading up to departing for Denmark to make up for the time. I wasn't going to be working out while abroad. Little did I know this was a terrible idea. We had a late afternoon flight out of Newark and arrived in Copenhagen in the morning. I got zero sleep on the flight which was probably a product of how sore my body was from working out super hard the days leading up to and on the morning of our flight and the copious amounts of coffee I had drank before taking off. Looking back on this, my actions leading up to and during the flight were an absolute recipe for disaster. I remember landing in Denmark and being so excited to be there, but so tired that I was absolutely miserable. Our aunts, uncles, and cousins greeted us at the airport with signs, Danish flags, and huge smiles. I hugged all my family members and I was so happy to see them. But on the inside, my head was like super foggy. I was fighting to keep my eyes open. And I literally just felt like I could pass out at any moment. I had a severe case of jet lag. All I wanted to do was sleep. But no, you can't sleep. You have to stay up in order to adjust to the new time zone. So what did I do? I pounded more coffee and pushed through it. Three espressos later in a series of caffeine crashes, it was finally time for bed. I closed my eyes and prayed for a good night's sleep, but I couldn't fall asleep. I didn't. I really didn't understand. I was so tired earlier in the day and I literally felt, I literally felt sick, but now that it was finally time for bed, I had a new boost of energy. My internal clock was still set to New York and the lack of sleep, physical exhaustion and excessive caffeine weren't helping me adjust. The next three days were rough. I was tired, cranky and overall just not having a good time. I walked the streets of Copenhagen feeling drunk, lackadaisical and exhausted. I was on vacation and I wanted to feel good and enjoy my time in Denmark but I was so overly tired and my body was so goofed up that I literally could not enjoy myself. But finally, after a few days, my, fi- my body finally adjusted and I was fine. Although the first few days of Denmark were a wash, it became one of my favorite most memorable trips ever. We walked the streets of Copenhagen, toured the Carlsberg brewery and created memories that I'll remember forever. But after that horrible jet lag experience, I made a promise to myself. I never wanted to feel that jet lagged ever again. When i'm on vacation i want to be focused alert and engaged in what i'm doing especially if it's a beautiful place like copenhagen with a ton of great history and cool architecture so an in an attempt to never feel that way ever again i'm writing this piece as a guide for my future self and for you to prevent and reduce future jet lag what actually is jet lag jet lag is a sleep and wake disorder that occurs when your internal clock doesn't match the local day and night cycle your body wants to align itself with the sunrise and sunset So when you travel across time zones, it puts a major strain on your body, resulting in difficulty sleeping, daytime sleepiness, brain fog, physical exhaustion, emotional distress, and stomach issues. The symptoms you feel during that transition period where your body is trying to align itself with the local time is called jet lag. Here are a series of factors that influence the likelihood and severity of jet lag, sleep prior to traveling, time zones crossed distance traveled, arrival time, caffeine, fatigue, alcohol, stress, age. But the thing is, avoiding these factors isn't going to totally eradicate your jet lag. So how can you prevent or reduce jet lag? Jet lag can have terrible effects on vacations and business trips. Nobody wants to feel shitty during the relaxing vacation or out of it for their important business meeting. Fortunately, there is a way to prepare for jet lag so you don't have to experience the effects. The key to preventing jet lag is by rapidly aligning your internal clock with the local time zone when you're, when you're traveling, or where you're traveling. For short trips, you can avoid jet lag by never adjusting yourself to the local time. So for example, if you're traveling from New York to Austin for a couple of days, since it's only a one hour time change, you'd probably be safe by just staying on the New York time for the duration of the trip. This is what I did last week. For longer trips, you can't do this, unless you wanna be absolutely miserable. If you're traveling for more than a few days and you wanna prevent your jet lag, You need to acclimate yourself to the local time zone prior to reaching your destination. This involves creating a phase shift in your circadian rhythm. What is a phase shift? So there's two different types of phase shifts. Phase advances in which your wake-up time will move earlier in the day, and phase delays in which your wake-up time will move to later in the day. If you're traveling east, you want to advance your clock because the time is ahead of you, And if you're traveling West, you want to delay your clock because the time is behind you advancing or delaying your wake time is a function of viewing bright light before or after your body's temperature minimum. What is your body's temperature minimum? Your temperature minimum is the point in every 24 hour period in which your internal temperature is the lowest. Your body reaches its temperature minimum 90 to 120 minutes prior to your average wake time. It's not really important that you know what your temperature minimum is in terms of like degrees Fahrenheit, but, If you're interested, you can find it by waking up 90 to 120 minutes prior to your average wake time and then checking it with a thermometer. What's really important is that you know when your body is reaching its temperature minimum so you can use it to shift your internal clock. How to find your temperature minimum? Finding your temperature minimum is easy. So first, you have to find out what your average wake time is. Do this by recording your wake time over the course of a week and taking the average. Second, subtract your wake time by 90 to 120 minutes. This is the range of time in which your body experiences its temperature minimum. Once you have your temperature minimum, you can now put together a plan to advance or delay your circadian clock, but that depends on whether you're traveling east or west. So what should you do if you're traveling east? So let's say you're traveling from New York to Italy and you want to reduce jet lag symptoms. Since Italy is six hours ahead of New York, you want to advance your internal clock to align with the local Italy time. So if you regularly wake up at 6.30 AM, your temperature minimum occurs around 4.30 AM. What you need to do is wake up between the hours of 4.30 AM and 6.30 AM and view bright light. This is going to make you want to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier the following day. In the subsequent days leading up to your departure, you'll have to wake up and view bright light earlier and earlier until your internal clock is aligned with the Italy time. Now, what should you do if you're traveling west? So now let's say you're traveling from New York to Los Angeles. Since LA is three hours behind New York, you want to delay your internal clock. If your wake time is your average wake time is 6.30 a.m., your temperature minimum occurs at 4.30 a.m. If you want to delay your clock, you want to view bright light four to six hours prior to your temperature minimum between the hours of 10.30 p.m. and 4.30 a.m. This is going to make you want to go to bed later and wake up later the following day. the subsequent days leading up to your departure you want to stay up and view bright lights later and later until your internal clock is aligned with la time all right so now we're done with all the science stuff let's dive into how to create a jet lag prevention schedule how to create a jet lag prevention schedule so there's this awesome tool called jet lag calculator and there's a few that i found online but basically what you do is you plug in your average bedtime temperature or departure city departure time, arrival city, and arrival time, and it automatically creates a schedule you can follow follow to prevent jet lag. So in my newsletter, I linked to, or I show a little schedule that I'll be following for when I'm traveling to Italy in, in 10 days. And I'll be sure to report back to you all with how it goes. I've never done something like this, but I'm super curious to kind of figure out if it actually works. That's all for today. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week.